Hello, beautiful people. Good morning to you all. You are most welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is your regular host, Festus Flourish Osemuahu, and there today is the 16th day in the month of September 2021. You are all welcome. Thank you for joining us again today. I want to appreciate those of you who daily have been loading me with comments and responses and feedback backstage. I really appreciate this. And um, it just goes to show that a lot of persons are following this particular topic. And I, I just hope and I wish our neighbor husbands will have access to this truth. Honestly, like one woman said passionately, Apostle, what you're saying, I, I mean, where she was actually trying to comment what we're doing, is that we've, we've never heard, you know, ministers of the gospel hit it like this, the way you're hitting the nail on the head with so much truth that, you know, she wish her husband, in fact, she actually said, I wish my husband would hear this, but she just doesn't want to hear any of this, you know, thing about marriage and all that. And she said, all that you've been saying is just completely true about the experience between myself and my husband. And hey, my sister, I, I, I cannot agree with you less. You're absolutely correct. You know, like I said the other day, a lot of neighbor husbands wouldn't want to hear the truth, much more listen to marital teachings. I mean, for them, um, the woman is the fault. And if there's anybody that should learn, is the woman. You hear them say, go and learn. Eh? They are talking to you people. You know, that's the mentality of neighbor husbands. They don't always believe that they are wrong or they can be wrong. You know, it's so unfortunate, but honestly, we're praying because it's a challenge. How do we get this truth across to our neighbor men? But we're just hoping that the Lord will do his miracle and somehow he will get this truth across to our men. Well, let's not also forget that. Just like we have neighbor men, we also have women in another dimension. Now, when we are done with this topic, I'm going to be looking, I don't want to introduce the topic yet. I'm going to be looking at it on that version. Okay, just like we have neighbor and they can really be, you know, handful for the Abigails, all right? So we also have another kind of a woman that we are also going to be treating her case and see how such spirit of that kind of a woman can also influence or affect men in their marriages, okay? Um, today, we're just going to take it a little bit further. Um, in case you are joining us for the first time, we are looking at the topic marriage to neighbor, and we're beginning to look at aspects where Abigail and neighbor had to find a common ground. I mean, neighbor is a neighbor. You can't change that. And um, somehow, Abigail just have to breathe. She just have to move on. Okay, we've talked about the fact that she doesn't have to stop giving and sowing into the work, just like Abigail did. She got all she could get and uh, ran to present his gift to God's servant, whom Nabal had criticized and had condemned. And then, of course, um, um, today we're going to be looking at another dimension. Just like yesterday, we did say that um, Abigail judged Nabal. Okay, you recall, that was what we said yesterday, that Abigail judged Nabal on her knees. But you know what? After I rounded up, I realized that there were other things I needed to say about, you know, that status of Abigail being a judge 
in our home. And so I, I, I checked it up with the Holy Spirit in my heart and I had the conviction that I should do episode two of yesterday's um, topic. Okay, so we're not rushing to another one. No, remember, we're just picking it one by one, looking at what Abigail did and the lessons to learn. But I'm going to build on yesterday uh, topic. Okay, so this is actually episode two on yesterday. Recall I said Abigail is a judge. If I use the word is, I'm referring to the Abigails of today, not the Abigail of you know, the neighbor era. So I'm talking to you out there hearing the sound of my voice who has the qualities of an Abigail. So if I use the word Abigail is a judge, I'm again saying that uh, you've got to be the judge in your marriage. Friends, let me tell you this. Uh, What I'm going to be sharing with you today will be very handy for you, very important to you. You might not have known that in marriage setup, you know, we say marriage is an institution. Yeah, the father shall leave the mother and the, uh, the man shall leave the father and the mother and shall be joined unto his wife both of them shall become one flesh once that is done in the eyes of God both of you are judges to yourselves we have what called the court of marriage in heaven if the wife is the defaulting one the husband has the right to judge the wife if the husband is the defaulting one in this case the neighbor man do you know the wife you have a right to judge your husband okay now you will say like yesterday i said judge your husband on your knees and all that okay now let me take it a little bit further do you know you have the right to judge you know the activities in your marriage when i say activities in your marriage i'm not just talking about your husband i'm talking about other activities possibly influencing what is going on in your marriage you're talking about your in-laws talking about um, uh, friends okay friends that have a great deal of influence over your husband we're talking about um, the strange woman okay um, the, the woman out there that has taken your husband away from you or whatever it is that is coming in trying to bring in a sonder between you and your husband do you know you have the right to judge these things not just judging your husband now but you can also judge these activities that are inimical against the institution of marriage or that are anti-progress and peace in your marriage okay now we're going to see all of that today and that's what the holy spirit want me to share with us another dimension of the truth so that you know that you can judge the evil going on in your marriage and and perhaps that could just be the reason why evil had lingered on for a very long time now in your marriage because all you care to do most of the time is just to cry you complain you wail but you have never really judged the evil going on in your mind now let me let me quickly read um, a portion to us in the bible let's look at genesis chapter number 21 i'm going to read from verse 9 okay genesis chapter 21 i'm going to read from verse 9 and sarah saw the son of hagar the egyptian which she had born unto abraham mocking wherefore she said unto abraham cast out this bondwoman and her son for the son of this bondwoman shall not be here with my son even with isaac and the thing was very grievous in abraham's sight because of his son no, just imagine abraham became 
alarmed about what Sarah had just told him, and I'm sure he was angry. How can I do this? And of course, he was going to stand his ground. I can't, I can't, and all that. But let's look at verse number 12. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in the sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. In all that Sarah had said unto thee, hacking unto her voice, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called, hacking unto Sarah's voice. So the woman has a voice in marriage that God acknowledges, that God respects, God honors, that can draw God's attention. The woman spoke here, Sarah spoke, and it drew God's attention. Abraham perhaps was going to go in another direction. Abraham was going to stand his ground and prove that he's the leader in the home and say, oh no, you can't do that. Uh, Ishmael is also my son and all that. Hey, the woman spoke. Listen now, the woman spoke and God acknowledged her voice and drew Abraham's attention and said, listen to her. Oh, our wives out there, our Abigails out there. Do you know that God is just waiting for you to speak? God is waiting for you to pass the judgment against who has put you and your husband asunder. Stop crying. This is not a crying matter. This is not a confused kind of agenda matter. This is not all oh, you, you are complaining. And of course, that's what a lot of women do. Just keep complaining. My husband is this. Speak forth the word of judgment over your marriage. Speak forth the word of judgment over your marriage. Uh, we saw yesterday how Abigail judged her home. She, she was the judge. It was the voice that the Lord followed. And now we saw again how Sarah spoke. And the husband wanted to react against God. said, no, 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 just listen to her. So God telling Abraham, listen to her, meant that he also had listened to her already as well. God listens to wives, the Abigail, that had become vulnerable, whose voice had been mutilated, whose voice had been made silent, who had been mocked and abused. When the woman who has been locked up, when the woman who has been cheated, the woman who has been unjustly, you know, um, toppled away from her marriage, cries out with the voice of judgment God hears. Now, let, let me put the cards on the ground. Have you been fighting with a strange woman because of your husband? How do I mean? Have you been fighting with a strange woman because she has taken your husband away from you? Okay, your husband no longer have time for you. Your husband sleeps around with every woman that comes his way. Or oh, there is this particular woman who has taken your husband away from you. You know. In fact, the woman is not even hiding it anymore. Sometimes she will even tell you to your face what is going on. You've seen it a couple of times via his his phone, uh, what do you call it, his phone, his text messages, and it's no longer a hidden thing. And she has even confronted you, and you've become so small in your own matrimony. You've become so uh, relegated. So uh, whatever it is, you 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 have been rejected. You your voice has been taken away from you. But you know what? All you've been doing is just complaining. You shout at your husband. Has it really helped? You fought against your husband. Has it really helped? You have even ended up disgracing yourself all in the name of you're trying to 
you know, fight this to finish. You sometimes you even skews clothes on your husband's neck. Has it really helped? Has he not become more of a of, of a monster? Has this neighbor, neighbor man that he is, not become worse? Just even trying to rise up and to question what he's doing with other women. It hasn't worked. This formula hasn't worked. And I'm telling you it's because you have not judged this kind of evil until you learn how to speak up spiritually before the Lord and bring this strong case before the Lord and challenge God with his word and say, the Lord, the word of God says that, therefore, whatsoever God has joined together, let no man put asunder until you challenge God with his word and say, oh God, this woman has come in between me and my husband. This woman has thrown spanner into my marriage. My husband who used to love me before no longer loves me. My husband who used to be caring and concerned about my welfare no longer does so. And this is an error. This is not what it was supposed to be. Your word says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall be cleaved unto his wife. Lord, I no longer see the cleaving of my husband unto me. My husband has separated himself from me spiritually and physically. He no longer has sex with me. He no longer listens to me. He's gone awo. I don't even see him anymore. And this is this is not in line with what your word says. When the man leave his father and his mother he joins with his wife and both becomes one flesh oh god there is an error as i try to reconcile this with your word therefore oh lord arise and judge this evil arise and judge this woman arise and judge this uh, my husband's friend that's how to place judgment bring your strong curse and reasons before the lord and ask god to judge you know, that was what Abigail did. Abigail was telling David, oh, don't mind, he's a foolish man, blah, 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 blah. Okay, if you also bring your curses before the Lord. Lord, this woman is, is um, um, she, she's a wicked woman. I haven't come into my marriage to take my husband away from me. This is an intruder. Um, I, I gave birth to this man. I have four kids. And now my husband, who used to be very loving, is no longer even caring anymore. He has abandoned our children. Now put this thing. Stop complaining. You've told Mr. A, Mr. B, they didn't help you. Tell God in the right way. The difference is, when you are bringing these courses before the Lord, support it with the scripture. And I've just given you two scenarios. Two shall be joined together and shall become one flesh. Tell God now, this is no longer one flesh. Now he no longer has sex with me. He no longer comes home to me. He no longer even care for me and my children. Tell God that way, um, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Lord, this woman is trying to put asunder before, before us. And Lord, arise and judge. Bring this word before the Lord. Bring this judgment before the Lord. And then you will see what the Lord will do. Okay, some of you, the issue is not about infidelity. It's about your mother-in-law, okay? You know, mother-in-law syndrome. Yeah, the mother-in-law is threatening to take your marriage away from you, your husband away from you, your husband no longer even listens to you. It's about the mother-in-law really putting spanner into your marriage or he, the husband's family generally. 
yeah your husband has become very you know um, stubborn he has become very cruel because he's dancing to the tune of his family what do you do pick it up to god tell god lord this is the evil under the sun going on in my marriage is an error nobody should put asunder between us therefore oh lord arise and judge all right or it, it could even be his um um, uh, friends, okay, it could be a friend who is playing a very negative role on him, influencing him. This is not about family members, it's not about you know fidelity, it's about a friend you know. Uh, this friend is really tough. He's been influencing your husband. He tells your husband what to do, he, he, you know, because that's the kind of lifestyle he lives. He, I mean, he has practically influenced your husband into drinking and womanizing. Report him to God. Let me quickly tell you how you do this. All right. Um, the best time to do this kind of prayers, like I said, it's a prayer, is do it in the night. Um, night time has a way of getting God's attention because what is our human night time is actually God's daytime. I wish I can explain this a little bit further, but those of you who have gone through our training, especially the marriage and family uh, prayer faculty um, academy, you understand what I'm talking about. All right. Our night time is God's daytime. God's daytime is our night time. Okay. So what we call the night time when we sleep is actually daytime. And this is what the people in the realm of the spirit know. And that's why uh, witches and wizards, powers of that. And that's why they often take advantage of the night time because that's actually God's working time. So when you are asleep, the world is actually awake. Yeah, that's the right word. I hope you understand. When you are asleep physically at night, the world is awake. In, in the realm of the spirit is awake. All right. So if you learn how to strategically take up a prayer like this, placing the judgment over your marriage into the night time, most preferably from around 3 a.m. in the morning to 6 a.m. That is the judgment. Well, not 6 a.m. because 6 a.m. is already the dawn. Um, from 3 a.m. to 4.30 a.m. in the morning maximum. If you can wake up at that time and place a judgment. All right, place a judgment. Ask, well, forgive your husband. You know, he's your husband. But place a judgment. Especially those of you that have issues with these strange women. Place a judgment. Don't stop it. Don't do it one day and stop. Remember the story of the persistent widow? Okay, don't do it one day and stop. Make it a regular habit. Wake up at the same time of the night and keep knocking at the door, God's door, divine door. Lord, intervene. Lord, um, vindicate me. Lord, arise concerning what this woman had done. Consistently do it. Oh, my friend, you'll be shocked the result you will get. You'll be shocked how God would intervene because God is jealous about marriage. He, he treasures marriage. And of course, he always wants every marriage to come together. So if you do the right thing, and you, it's like you're practically pushing it back to God. Okay, you're saying, Lord, you're the maker of marriage institution. This is what your word says, but this is not what I'm experiencing at the moment. So I'm pushing this back to you that you judge this woman. You will judge this, you will judge that. And then you will see what would eventually happen. But let me say this as I begin to round up. Now, I hope you know that the neighbor man is also vulnerable to this kind of judgment. Because the neighbor man has been really neighbor. He has been cruel. Sometimes he will even be the one that will encourage the woman out there, the strange woman out there. Don't worry, my wife, she's a useless woman, you know, that kind of a thing. Don't worry, she can't do anything. 
just let's keep on with this our affairs and relationship so that's a neighbor so how do you judge that woman and such judgment will not come to your husband well i really leave that to you but hey i want you to understand because i'm going to be coming to that when i begin to let this neighbor know what they are up against if they don't repent when the woman cries out unto god a woman who has been unjustly you know denied of her rights in marriage when she cries out to god god hears her unfortunately our neighbor don't see this they see it as devil's attack that their marriages are no longer uh, rather their businesses are not working their health they're having health challenges one misfortune of the other they begin to see it as oh is the devil no it's god it's god that is fighting like the issue of jonah god is fighting you because you have been unfair to the wife of your youth you know so I mean, you can really ask God to do what he wants to do and just ask God for mercy concerning your husband. But in this kind of prayer, God's judgment could really, you know, just go across board. But the point here is this. You're tired of your situation in your marriage. You're tired of what you're going through. Report it to God as in the form of judgment. So when you bring your reasons to God, judge what is going on. Say, Lord, this is an error. Therefore, I judge this woman. I judge my father-in-law. I judge my mother-in-law. I judge my in-law who are trying to separate my husband away from me. I judge the these boys, you know, whom my husband worked for. Maybe a female person who has been trying to take my husband away from me. Judge, judge, judge. You are a judge. Stop complaining. You have complained too much, too long a time. Start placing judgment. Take my counsel and you will see the way things will turn around. Because once you judge the evil in your marriage, it means that the evil has no power over you anymore. And then, of course, the same can also be used for spiritual judgment, powers of darkness, witches and wizards. You know, because sometimes these powers are just hell-bent in destroying marriages. So what your husband has been doing, his attitude might not be him. That's why I said our wife has to be very spiritual to see some things from different perspective. Your husband's misbehavior, his number experience, might not just be about him. It's possible he doesn't even know what he's doing. You know, until that aspect of his life is challenged. So but learn to judge. Judge evil, judge the spiritual aspect, judge the physical, and then you will see the result that will come to your hands. God bless you. Let's hold it here today. I hope you pick it up, take it to the place of prayers, and judge what is going on in your marriage. And then, of course, you will experience result. God bless you. Let's hold it here. Hopefully, we we'll continue tomorrow and pick up another attribute or something we can learn from what uh, Abigail did with neighbor. Until then, okay, um, our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107-12648. Okay, let's do this again tomorrow, hopefully. And um, um, until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Until I come your way again tomorrow, marriage care truly cares. Do have a great day. Bye.